Welcome back here to X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. We appreciate you making us a part of your day each and every weekday morning from 6 until 9. That's Danica Halen and Ryan Elke in the studio. I'm Anthony Bellino coming to you from the uh, Basement Radio Bunker. Uh, Jake Woods down in the Glass City uh, managing things for us there. So it's a, uh, it, it's a you know, COVID-19 uh, made opening night feel a little bit different, but we've been doing things differently here on the radio end for quite some time now. Good morning to all of our viewers on Comcast Channel uh, 900 as well. We had a text uh, come in. You have plenty of ways to get in contact with the show. Uh, you can tweet at us individually. You can tweet at the show, or you can text the keyword sports radio to 21,000. It's going to send you a quick text uh, to opt in. Uh, basically, that's that's all it does. We're not going to send you a whole bunch of whole bunch of text messages telling you to come hang out with us uh, every morning. But uh, what it does do is gives you the opportunity to send us a text via uh, a phone call. If you'd like the calls, 313-396-5527, 313-396-5527 is the auto value guest line. Uh, last night, Tigers home opener, Mm-mm-mm. Kansas City, kind of a sad, empty feeling is the way that I, as I was watching the, the game a little bit last night and trying to figure out exactly what to pull from that game to speak about this morning because there wasn't necessarily a whole lot uh, that we could really talk about that was going to be very good. Uh, it was the fact that opening day felt different. Uh, it felt a lot different. And I didn't mind it so much uh, when when my team was on the road, right? I, I haven't minded the NBA bubble uh, when watching some of the scrimmage games, because you know the, the the music is so loud in the arena, you can't hear them talking. You hear the squeak of the shoes every once in a while, but it feels like uh, it feels like something I've watched before. You know, this kind of felt like th- this kind of felt like after a rain delay in minor league baseball, when you know they pulled the tarp and then the tarp came off the field, and everybody had already left. So you're just trying to get it done, but. Nobody was allowed in in the first place, and it didn't matter to me uh, when the team was on the road in Cincinnati because I have no attachment to the uh, the Great American Ballpark. You know what I mean? It's just that, that doesn't matter to me. But to have the camera pan there in the top of the second and go from you know basically the right field line and then take a look, um, just to be able to take a look at all of the emptiness there. That's about that's about what I came up with was that this game kind of felt sad. The score also felt sad last night. 14-6 uh, to six after a big series win in Cincinnati, the Tigers came out, and, uh, and, and they laid an egg. But, uh, you know, even though they looked good and competitive early, if the game would have stopped after the second inning, uh, things would have been just fine. You know, down one to nothing at the end of two, or, or after the top of the second, I should say. And then going into the bottom of the second, Tigers' offense explodes a little bit. They put five runs up. You're feeling good. Five to one at the end of the second. And then this is what the pitching did. They gave up three runs in the third, six runs in the fourth, two runs in the fifth. Just tack on two more in the ninth just for good measure to pad some stats. And a final score of 14 to six. Uh, the good news is the Tigers didn't uh, manufacture nine hits in the ball game. Kansas City, however, had 13. The Tigers pitching just wasn't there. Just was not there last night. And there's, I mean, there's really nothing else. Uh, you could say if you're if your starting pitcher is only going to last uh, two and two thirds innings, that's eight outs. Last time I checked, that ain't great. He gave up five hits, surrendered four runs, all four were earned, walked one, struck out two, and gave up three home runs. Did Michael Fulmer, and threw forty seven pitches. That's yeah, not an ideal outing for Michael Fulmer. No, and I believe Fulmer is only going to go three innings to start the year anyway because I believe he's going to be used more as an opener right now. 
coming back from surgery. Who would have thought that'd even be a term in baseball? Not only do we have closers, middle relievers, setup guys, but now we have openers. It, it is what it is. But I think the more disheartening thing of the whole game was the fact that you had, well, you had three pitchers make their MLB debut for the Tigers. Two of them we've been hearing about for, I don't know, seems like a greater half of a decade at this point. And Kyle Funkhauser comes up, needs, you know, half a hundred pitches to get through one inning. And then Bo Burrows comes up. He's averaging giving up a home run every 10 pitches. And these are guys we've heard about, again, for years that they were going to be, they're, they're going to be cornerstones of this future Tigers rotation. And they can't even get a damn out. Mm. Like, and this is the frustration that comes with having Alavila as a manager. We're told, like, all right, wait, the prospects are coming. Look how we built up these prospects. And when they get there, they it's a struggle even to get through two batters. Yeah, it's different. It's unfortunate that that was the – and I think that part of us, you know, we need to remember that this is a major league debut. Um, the things are a lot different this year than – what they normally are. I'm not trying to build in any excuses because we got a text in that says, please explain to me how Kyle Funkhauser has earned a spot in the major leagues. Uh, he hasn't shown that he could throw strikes at the minor league level, and yet they put him on the major league team. Hard to take Avila and Gardenhire serious when they disrespect the game with moves like this. I don't think that this is disrespecting the game. I think that this is maybe the first... Because remember what we were talking about before this thing actually started. Right? Are we going to be able to bring some of the young guys up to take a look at what we have. And if we do that, we can't be upset when we bring some of these guys up and take a look at what we have. I'm just more upset the fact that there have been people out there that have told us that Funkhauser and Burroughs, that they were going to be awesome. And I think it's more of overvaluing the prospects that we do have and told like, all right, just wait, they're coming. And it's like, okay, this is what I have to be excited about. Like, I'm going to get Steven Moya again. I'm going to get that kind of prospect again. Like, Ooh, please don't. I'm going to because this that was the guy we heard about for years with Bo Burrows and Funkhauser and, and Derek Hill, who's going to be the first 35-year-old, you know, that doesn't have major league experience playing the minor leagues. Like, like prospects are nice, but you know what's nice? MLB players that can perform. Yeah. This is true. Prospects are nice, and it's even better when they work out. Uh, but did you know, here's a fun stat about Kyle Funkhauser. He's never thrown, and pardon me, yes, he has. He has, uh, he has two complete game shutouts to his record. Uh, both of those games he threw actual complete games. That was back in 2017, uh, way back when. 2019, last season in Toledo, he made 18 starts. His, uh, his win-loss record, he was 3-7. and seven. With an 8.53 ERA at the AAA level, 18 games, three and seven in the win loss. I don't put a whole lot of stock into that, as we talked a little bit about yesterday with the Grom out there. I mean, you could be a hell of a pitcher and not be able to uh, get the you know get the final result because your team uh, lets you down. But through 18 starts, a number that I think we could look at, an ERA of 8.53. There's also another statistical figure called RA9. That's runs against per nine inning, or run average uh, per nine inning. So it's um, all of the runs that you allow 
uh, every nine innings. And his RA9, which is kind of like ERA, but based on nine innings, nine and a half. Right? So that's all runs, not just the earned runs. So you're giving up almost 10 runs per nine innings. Like, that's not great. That's not great at all. And he threw 63 innings down in Toledo. You get Bo Burrows, on the other hand. Uh, here's a, and by the way, Kyle Funkhauser is 25, 26 years old. Bo Burrows uh, is 22, 23-ish. He was in Detroit for, for one game. He got that victory through five innings, or pardon me, in, in Erie last year, then moved up to Toledo to pitch for 15 games, finished with a 2-6 and six record. His ERA a little bit lower at 551. His uh, RA9 runs allowed per nine inning at 565 through uh, 65 innings. Just not not numbers that really stand out and blow you off the off you know blow you on the floor. It's not like you had some guy that was down in Double A and Single A that nobody could score on. You know what I mean? Like these are guys that you know other teams were able uh, to get runs off of, and that's what we saw yesterday. During opening night, things looked all right. They looked all right through two innings, and then all of a sudden the wheels came off the bus, and you, know, you dig yourself a hole at the major league level like the way the Tigers did last night. There's no coming back. More baseball with John Wagner when we return here on X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network.